you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you so much for joining us for HR After Dark. I'm Erin Rowe, and I have the pleasure of speaking with Kevin Ringstaff today. Kevin is an expert in a topic that isn't easy to discuss, which is grief. Kevin, welcome to HR After Dark. Hello, Erin. I'm ecstatic to be here today. Thank you. So, Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your business grieving at work, and, and how you came to this business idea and model. Well, I would love to. So I actually got started in, in this field with PetCloud, my first company, PetCloud.pet. I talk about pet loss, and I help people through that, through that entire loss and all of the grief that surrounds that. And one of the things I was doing trying to market that service was I was talking to employers about adding it as an employee benefit right, for all of their employees. And while I was doing that, I noticed that, well, they didn't have support for pet loss, but they didn't have support for many types of grief. And that's sort of spurred me into the whole grieving at work company, which is the entire idea of it is just to train our management to learn how to talk about grief, learn how to better support employees. Because as we know, like grief follows us into the workplace. We do. What are some types of losses that, that you would deal with? Oh, man. Well, we're in a pandemic. And what, what's, what's interesting about the time we are in right now is that everyone, practically every single person in this country is grieving some sort of a loss like a loss of freedom, a loss of security, a loss of trust with our, with our government too, and a loss of safety. And I think people don't realize how that all combines to the word loss. You, you associate loss with a specific you know, incident or action. Even for me personally, I am a board chair of a nonprofit here in the Midlands, and we've just recently had our CEO pass. And we're working as a leadership team on how to talk to our staff and help them manage through that. And then you're bringing all these other topics up that it didn't even cross my mind how employees would deal with that and consider it a loss. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your CEO. And I know that having an important influential leader in a company pass away affects the whole company. Did you come together as a company to say anything about him? It was a her, and we did we did have opportunities for staff to, you know, share their feelings, share their experiences. We have it so they can write their experiences if they don't feel like verbalizing it. So even with grief in the workplace in 2020, and you just brought all of these other points to surface, it was a difficult year. You know, throwing COVID, throwing the economy, throwing disparity. Can you share some of your guidances on how to handle grief? So. As we know, like all of this grief in 2020, it's still with us this year. And if we don't manage grief properly, like it's not going to go anywhere. Like we're still holding on to all of this grief. And one of my one of my biggest fears is that we're going to just ignore all of this grief when we get back to normal. Normal meaning like back going back to the office to work. Normal as in interacting with other people, going out to sporting events concerts, restaurants, inside. 
And when we start doing that, we start to just pile on the activities of daily life, which in a lot of ways helps us cope with and cover up our grief, but it doesn't get rid of it. And some of the things that we can do is for ourselves personally, talking about grief and managing our own grief is just to talk about it. Someone in your life, a friend or a family, or even a journal, if you don't have any of those, just letting out that pressure of grief helps out tremendously. So if you're in a leadership position and you are trying to help your staff and employees manage through multiple types of grief and loss, what are some suggestions that businesses can implement to just help manage that process or even start the conversations that you're talking about? Because they are difficult conversations. They're very personal. You're typically not dealing with these conversations at a workplace. So, so what does that look like? One of the things I like to suggest is that for managers to spend 15 minutes with every single employee that they have, every direct report, and just sit there and ask them how they're doing. And just like this right here, we just allow for that pause to happen. You know, we, we can sit there in silence for, you know, 20 seconds and they'll eventually say something and start talking about how they're actually doing. And the only thing we have to do is just listen. And we start building that rapport because if, if as an employee, if I know that I can go talk to you, Aaron, as my manager, and you're just going to listen, I'm more likely to do that. I'm more likely to share what's going on, the stresses and anger or whatever that I'm carrying with me in my life into work. So from your perspective, in a leadership perspective, what truly will help is just opening up that communication and just listening with the pregnant pause, with the uncomfortable silence until the, your employee and staff feel comfortable enough to start sharing kind of what's on your heart. Is there guidance or recommendations for the leadership team on responses or how to, you know, initiate the call or the conversation if it if it is hard to have with employees simply because they're not used to having this type of personal conversation part of that is just you know hey hey Aaron I was checking in with everyone else and I was just wanted to take some time with you today and to ask how you're doing it's just just something that simple right and, and remember we're not yeah. we're not giving out advice we're not telling people what they should or shouldn't do the only thing we're doing is just listening how do you think people can create that culture because a lot of times grief is not a popular emotion to have. I'm trying to find the correct words for a popular emotion that you can talk about at work. It, it, I feel like sometimes it's a taboo topic. So, so how do you help create that culture that it's acceptable? There are many things we can do to upgrade our culture. Like the number one thing is just to start. Your first conversation that you ever have isn't going to change your culture. Probably your hundredth won't, but it eventually will because you do support those people and they remember that. Your employees remember that and they interact with other employees and that slowly over time does change your culture. Like for instance, one thing that I like to recommend that we managers do is allow employees to take a grief break if they need. A lot of times- So what does that look like? Yeah, so like a lot of times like, so like we know that grief is unpredictable. Like just like a wave of grief can hit us and in the middle of the day and then just we're, we're non-functional for about 10 minutes. And a lot of people like to go home when that happens. But rather than to go home, because that, this doesn't, these episodes don't last that long. And my suggestion is allow your employees to get up and walk away from their desk if they need. Go take a phone call, go walk outside, go sit in the bathroom or a break room and cry by yourself. 
if that's what you need right then, and then go back to work. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking through your workday and people's reactions to grief and how they deal with it, you know, from a business perspective, does it cost money for employees to have grief? What what is what does it cost my business if I don't address grief in the workplace? That's a great question. That's sort of also why I took this turn, this pivot and created this company. I read a study back, it was performed in 2003, and they, and they estimated something like $100 billion a year is lost due to productivity with grief. And that was all, like almost 20 years ago. Like how much money do you think grief costed us in 2020? I, I can't even begin to guesstimate if 20 years ago it was at that range and then adding in all of the factors that have happened over the past year. Unless, do you know? <laughs> Well, well, no, like, I don't think we'll know that for 10 years, but like, I, I'm estimating, you know, a quarter of a trillion dollars easy, easy, effortlessly easy within the United States alone. And like, this is every year, because let's think about it when when you have a traumatic loss, and you and you come back into work after bereavement leave, if you're fortunate enough to have that, you know, three or five days, you're not 100%. When you're back in your desk that, and that, on that Monday morning or whenever it was, you're maybe 60, 70%, or sometimes you're just a warm body in that seat. You know, all that costs money. And we're not talking, we're not even talking about the mistakes you can make because of grief. Because it that, clouds That's a your really judgment. interesting perspective on grief in the workplace and intangible, quant- quantifiable results of not allowing your employees to deal with it or helping them deal with it. What resources? Do you have and recommend if companies are looking to start incorporating conversations on grief, you know, how can you help them? I've created an online video cl- course to teach management just the basics about grief. And it was designed for everyone to take. And in that same aspect, I do live counseling too, where I'll bring in like eight or 12 managers, however many, and we go through the, these exercises together. We, we teach a little bit about grief that is universal. We teach what to say and especially things that we should never say to someone who's grieving. And what from, would give me an example of that. I'm sure I'm the, the queen of that, but something never to say. I can't believe you're still sad about that. It was eight months ago. That makes sense. I haven't said that, but I'm, I'm glad because I think that's part of the problem is if leaders don't know how to address it, they feel like they will say the wrong thing. And so then that just makes everything shut down and shut those conversations yeah. down. Instead of saying the wrong thing, we choose to say nothing, which is worse in yeah. my opinion. And what's really fascinating about this and this subject is that it does not take that much effort to train ourselves on how to be three times better than we are. Well, that's good news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good news in 2020. <laughs> we need it. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us. If our listeners want to get in touch with you, how can they contact you? You can reach out on my website, grievingatwork.com or kevin at grievingatwork.com or just search Kevin Ringstaff. It'll come up. I'm on all the social medias. That's good news. And so as we wrap up our conversation, what are your thoughts for 2021 positive how to move through all this and how to let go of the grief of 2020 and just 
look towards the future. I'm really excited about this year because it's the first time in uh, recent human history that everyone in this world is grieving together. And we can use this opportunity to change, permanently change this conversation about grief. So it's not this awkward, uncomfortable thing anymore. It's a, it's a part of life. We can't avoid it. No one can. And we can change how we think about it, how we relate to others about it. We're all in it together. Is that, right. is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. Every single one of yes. us. And hopefully it'll never happen like this again in our lifetimes. Here is hoping. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. I've, I've completely enjoyed speaking to you and have learned a lot about grief. And you have my eyes on the different facets of grief, not your traditional just human loss, pet loss, but other things that people can truly grieve and how it affects them at work. So I definitely appreciate that. If you have any other questions, please feel free to reach out. It was my absolute pleasure to be on air, and thank you so much. Thank you.